Hello, boys and ghouls, vampire freaks everywhere. Grab your stakes, holy crosses, and hammers. Because get ready, I have a very special guest today, Miss Christina Hughes, who played Mother in the movie Stakeland 2. Um, a very underrated and a very unappreciated movie, one of my favorites of all time. And for those who don't know the movie Stakeland 2, it is the direct sequel of the first one. And if you haven't seen it, go check it out. Go watch the first one and second one right now because they are two awesome movies. So Christina Hughes is joining me today, and I'm very happy that you're here. Super excited. And I was so happy when your manager got a hold of me and said, hey, she, <laughs> she wants to do it. And I was like, yes. So <laughs> I am also super excited. I like talking about this movie. So if you do not mind, could you please provide us and the audience with a quick background sure. of yourself? Sure. So I am born and raised in Saskatchewan, which is the center of Canada on the prairies. And I have a Bachelor of Fine Arts degree from the University of Saskatchewan. So my major is in theater. Um, but if you're an actress in the middle of Saskatchewan, you do as much of everything that you possibly can. And so I branched out into film. And now I uh, work at the university in not film. <laughs> so that's me that's fantastic um you are not the first actor i interviewed from saskatchewan by the way perfect i love that ken kurzinger who played um jason Voorhees in freddie versus jason is living in saskatchewan get out so, really yes awesome there are a lot it's of good actors live. it is there's, there's a lot of fantastic actors that live there yep and, there are <clears throat> so the role of the mother in Stakeland yep. 2, Stakelander. Were you picked for this or did you have to audition for the role? I had to audition. Yeah. Now, if you don't mind me asking, how did that go? Well, it was the strangest audition <clears throat> I um, had ever done. Um, they allowed me to send in like a self-tape, which was really fun for me. So a couple of my friends helped me and I like I at first I was like, there's no lines. So what do I do and the casting director um, was like just like jump around and like hiss and stuff <laughs> I was like okay I guess I, I can guess. do that <laughs> yeah so I was like jumping off of fences um hissing a bunch and then we went into this really cool park that looks like a forest and um I like pretended to kill a guy and that was my audition so then um I had a call back and um, this was when I was actually um, a nanny for a friend of mine. And so I I had like put on these really long nails and I was trying to like change diapers and put her in her car seat and stuff like that. It was wild. So um, I had my call back and the directors were there and they were just giving me like, um, it, it was really just like sort of an improvised thing. They just kept giving me instructions, do this, do that, show me what this would look like if you had to do this. And I, it was like a weird movement piece thing. Cause of course the vampires and the state clan franchise, we don't talk. Um, and so it was, how do you emote? How do you move your body? Like, how do you embody um, this mother character? So that's what the callback was. And then I got the role. That's awesome. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. That's fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> Thank so you. have you have you seen the first movie? The first um so this might uh be upsetting for you to hear, but I actually cannot watch horror films. <laughs> Again, you're not the first one to tell me that. <laughs> 
I, well, let's <clears throat> just say that my ability to suspend disbelief is like at a hundred percent. So you can show me any horror movie and I'll be like, well, that's true. It's absolutely about to happen to me this evening. So to avoid just living in a constant state of fear, I just don't watch them. Um, and so I watched pieces of the first one. I watched bits and pieces of the first one. Well, the, the reason I'm asking is because um, yesterday I interviewed Marianne Hagen and she was in the first one. Mm-hmm. So she played the doctor in her first movie. And even though it was, it was like a short cameo piece, I was like, it still matters. I mean, you're in the movie. It still matters. So yep. You still, you still get credit for it. I don't care what the critics say. That's right. <laughs> so aside all that, what was it like working with Connor Paolo and um, Nick Dimitri? So, I mean, it was great. Like Nick is awesome. Like he's, he's not really like any, um, other sort of actor that I had ever experienced working with. He's exactly who you might think he is. <laughs> like he's the man, he's Nick, he's like, that's who he is. And Connor is lovely as well. Um, it's always a bit of a culture shock when, um, when you work on a film in Saskatchewan because people here are extremely humble, very sort of regular people and so when LA actors come here it's like well and when Kim Coates comes back to make shows it's like Kim's super LA now so there's always a bit of a culture shock but I think that Honor and Nick really made this movie something that you wanted to to participate in they're really warm they're really fun and they really care about these movies. And so, I don't know, that just makes it always worthwhile to me. I, I, I agree 100%. I mean, <clears throat> all three of you, were the main, well, three main characters, you all did phenomenal jobs playing your roles, even though you had no speaking role whatsoever. <laughs> I know. It was good, though. I was, it, I was like, there's, there's no, I don't need to worry about getting lines right. Like, none of that it, it was actually really um freeing it's like a little hissing here a little hand move it there mm-hmm. <laughs> a little screaming guy. Guy. That could yeah be that. <laughs> yeah yeah it was actually really awesome so there's a loophole in this movie i guess you consider it a loophole um and how mother has the influence on all these vampires there's does explain how she does it do you know how she does it i do is it a movie secret where you cannot spill the beans? Or oh, no, I can spill the beans, okay. I think. Nobody told me not to. Okay. Um, so the thing about her, um, in a previous um, iteration of the script, she actually had a name, which I still refer to her as Lilith um, or Lilitha. I, I, it's hard for me to see her as the mother because um, her name is how I see her. Um other people see her as the mother, but anyways, so, okay, I got to give you the context. In the lore of Stakeland, the, the, the vampires have created, um, like a virus, like a lot of other vampire movies, right? It's a virus and, um, you get bit, then you get sick. And the thing about her is instead of sort of degenerating 
with her virus, she has like a mutated version of it. She evolves, which is why okay. she's able to breed. It's why she's able to kind of, um, she's more sentient or she's more lucid than the other vampires in the movie. And so she exerts power over them really through like mind control. Like if you think of her like a queen bee, yeah, that's kind of explains her uh, influence over the other vampires. Um, and then any humans who sort of do her bidding, that's about power. That's about being on the winning team. But she runs the vampires like like their bees or like the Borg. Like it's just they just do it. it they they don't know why necessarily, um, but they just do because she told them to sort of it, it, basically telepathy. That Thank you for providing that because it just <laughs> baffled me. You hear that, no. folks? That's how it's done. <laughs> that's, that's how, how people. Done. That's how mother has influence over the other yep. vampires. Okay, now your answer is question. Your question is answered. Just stop bugging me, all right? God bless it. <laughs> now, if you watch the movie all over again, and you'll see that um, she'll like do a weird scream, and then they'll all go running, and now now it'll make sense. It will. I'm gonna have to go back and watch it again. So I'm like, aha, okay. <laughs> so, um. What's it? What was it like going like through the makeup process, the special effects, and yeah. was it fun? Was it boring? Was it dull? Was it worth the time? <clears throat> okay, so Brian and Peter, who are the um, special effects makeup artists on both movies, are the best team that I've ever worked with. Um, they're incredible. Like they have such a great plan and the way they execute it. And they were so kind to me. Um, and I would be in their chair for like a few hours every day that I was on set. Um, and even prior to my days on filming, we went through different trials. Like what was my hair going to look like? First it was a wig and then I was going to be bald. And then it was like, they were going to shave my head. And then I was like, no, thank you. So then they, we cut it and um and then we dyed it <laughs> and i had my own set of custom made prosthetic teeth i had a custom made prosthetic eye scar and all of these things needed to be applied every single time i was on set plus they had to make my skin look like the skin of a dead person um and that was like all airbrushing so it took a lot of time but um they are wonderful and I really enjoyed the company. So it was easy to spend a couple of hours in the chair every single day. And then of course, like an hour getting out of makeup every single day. Um, and like, it was a good thing I didn't have any lines because with those teeth in, like it, it would have been a comedy <laughs> and not like a horror. Um, I wore them after, like it was like, people like to see the teeth. so. Um, and then with the eye too, like, so we were filming at night and we were often filming outside sort of in these field areas with, you know, gopher holes cause it's the prairies and lots of uneven terrain. And I've got one eye that's completely covered. Like I couldn't see out of it at all. Um, zero depth perception, zero like peripheral on this side. Um, and so there were some complications to having that much kind of gear on you um 
not to mention the fact that half the time they were also like squirting blood into my mouth so that it could drain out. Like it was a whole thing. Um, but I would say that overall, <laughs> like the special effects makeup in a movie like this one, it, it makes such a difference when it's done really well, like such a difference. So um, it was a pleasure. Like it wasn't that hard to do really. And yet it looked very real to me in the movie. So <laughs> yeah, they did an excellent job of playing the makeup and able to keep it on there. Were, were there any times you were afraid of your prosthetic eyes going to fall off? Like, oh shit, here it comes. <laughs> no, actually, um, <clears throat> it was sort of the opposite. Like, I was like, this thing sucks. And <laughs> because <laughs> my eye had to stay closed underneath it, right? Other, like it was, it was, like I said, it was a whole thing. So, um, but no, it was never, it was, it didn't lift. It didn't like, it was flawless. And on that, that'd be me. They started falling off like, okay, cut, cut, time out. You know, <laughs> and my eyes falling off. Come on. You know, so, yeah. Well, there's lots of times that you might <clears throat> be like, oh, I can't like the blood. Can you, can somebody like re re blood me? Like it, it, it's such a strange thing to be in a movie like this and be on set and like the needs you have and I'm really lucky like in Saskatchewan um up to that point like we had a very tight film family because it's a small community here and so anytime I was on set like my family generally were the crew and so I have this really good friend who worked in props and he would look after me a lot he'd make sure that there was a straw in my water bottle so that I could drink. He'd tie my shoes for me because he knew I couldn't see. <laughs> so little things like that, um, you know, they make a really big difference when you're on set and you're, you're working so hard and you're just trying to keep everything together and to have people looking after you that way. It was just, it was just lovely. It's awesome. So <clears throat> I like, I like watching women in, in like strong feminine roles in movies. I think it's a very me cool thing too. to see. Mm -hmm. So me being the main villain of the movie, how did you feel after watching yourself in the movie? Well, I mean, I felt it, it's kind of a surreal um, experience. Anytime you watch yourself on film, because it's like, is that me? And particularly, I think with this film, it was even more so because it was so unlike most of the roles that I generally have had been given and, and continue to get. Um, so I loved it. And I loved being unrecognizable to myself in, in certain ways. Um, I loved being able to do my own fight choreo. Uh, I love that I had been given that privilege and um, I wish there had been more to do. I know it, it sucks when your, your character was killed. I was hoping that she would stay alive at the end. So that'd be made for a third installment. But I know. It didn't I, well, I did. I did <clears throat> try to talk Nick into that, but he I was like, happy. man, <laughs> I was like, well, there goes that movie. You know? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I did. Uh, I did think that there was some wiggle room there, but. There could have been. There, there's a lot of there's there's a prospect for it of having a third one if if mother wasn't killed. I mean, being the main villain, you would think they would keep her alive like another two or three movies after that. But you know, you would think. Is, but I mean, it like it's the story is about 
the brotherhood, right? So they need to emerge victorious at the end. And I think if there was to be a third and like cap it off with the trilogy, there would be a new, there would just be a new villain. That's just the way that it would be. Well, you made a pretty damn good villain, in my opinion. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> it's such a, it was such a strong role. And it, it, I, I felt to me, it, it, there was a connection there for, with the audience and the role of mother. And I felt the connection to it and how you made it look very believable. And I was like, it, it was just done fantastically. I mean, I'm hands down. So anyone who thinks anyone else who thinks differently can kiss my ass. Okay. <laughs> and mine too. <laughs> so are there any other um like behind the scenes secrets you can tell about the movie or is that like secret squirrel kind of thing going on right now you know it's been up for a while well no i don't think there are really any like um no i it, it just was a fantastic experience start to finish um the way that our community kind of came together to help make this movie was really lovely. And I'm really proud of the Saskatchewan film industry, um, such as it is. And um, the directors, uh, Bobby and Dan were lovely from start to finish. Um, Matt, the DOP, he was also such a brilliant, I I ran, I ran over him one time on accident, <laughs> I backed what? into him during that last like final fight scene. Um, you know, when, when I get my other eye stabbed, I sort of didn't realize that he was like directly behind me and I was just supposed to make a small sort of move. And I did the whole thing and we just went tumbling. Um, whoops. <laughs> yeah. Whoopsies. But he was like, no, no, <laughs> that is entirely okay. Um, so you, everybody keep that, was, keep that. We'll keep that. See, keep it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like it, it's not a very long scene right that that final kind of fight no it, i wish it would last i was expecting a lot longer but you know. yeah um but it took like a full 12 hours to film really yeah and so like really tired by the end <clears> of it and i and i wasn't really aware of what was happening plus i had one eye that was covered and one that was being gouged out so that one was also covered and there was a period of about an hour where I couldn't like, I had no vision because they were both covered with like prosthetics. Um, and so there's this really interesting phenomenon that happens when you're the talent, like massive air quotes here, um, is that everybody looks <laughs> after you the way that I think most people should always be looked after. And so um, I was just cared for. So so gently um but i also couldn't see so fair enough um but yeah like i don't think there was any any like behind the scenes anything um i know that i would love to see a third and i would love to see them be able to um have like buckets and buckets and buckets of money to do the things that i know creatively they would love to be able to do but making films is very expensive. And uh, so like, I don't, I don't know if they ever will. Okay. So <clears throat> be honest. If there's anything, one thing you can change about the movie, what would it be? Well, okay. So if there's one thing that I would change, um, it would honestly be the power that the mother had. Um, 
in the screenplay, when you read it, it, it's very clear that she is written to be like unkillable as a villain. It's just, it's hopeless. You, you can't kill her. She's too strong. She's too powerful. And I think that in previous iterations of the script, you know, they had written in things for her um, that are really vile and things that she would get the vamps to do. Um, and I think that at one point in the script, I think maybe she even had wings, like not for flying, but for like jumping really high and like that would have been, been awesome to see. That would have been see. so awesome to see. Um, but you know, you do have to be realistic sometimes when you're making movies because they do cost an awful lot of money. Um, so if there's one thing that I could change, of course, selfishly, I would have definitely, um, wanted her to come out feeling more unkillable, like that it was absolutely impossible. And then I think the buy, the, the buy-in, um, and then the payoff, for the brotherhood at the end like or i guess not the brotherhood but the because that's a movie thing but the relationship between connor's character and nick's character at the end it's more there's more payoff because the stakes are so high i think she was killed too easily but her need for revenge was her downfall and that's what got her killed in the end i think yeah, that that there's like false motivation. They're like, oh, by the way, you're just gonna get, get killed off. Don't mind it. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> well, if there's one thing that could change about the movie is, is is what you said is just she would not be killable. I mean, yeah. she was a she was a powerful vampire. Yeah. Like almost equivalent to Dracula for fuck's sake. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. Totally. And, like, and they chop her head off. I'm like, really? Is that it? Is that this is how we're gonna end the movie? So I was I was disappointed with your death. I'm sorry. It's just very no. I death. yeah I agree. If there was one thing that I could change, it would be the same thing. Um, but I think the way that I think about it uh, is that like everyone who's a vamp at one point was a human, right? She was a human at one point as well, and she had a baby, and that baby was killed, and her need for revenge was the thing that was driving her you know she's tracking nick she's looking for him and everything that she does is to try and hurt him and to exact that revenge and i think that her hubris uh, made her feel invincible and when she went in to then finally fight him she was alone she didn't have, you know, any backup. She didn't. And, and so that's where the story for me kind of breaks down a little bit in the sense that she was taking the two of them on and it should have been a, it should have been a harder to kill her because we built her up as being this incredibly powerful, dangerous vampire. And then, and then they just killed her. So. I know. I was, I was sad. I was like, no. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so. But of course, I just want to be in more movies. <laughs> yeah. But so. you were the main villain, and that is super cool. So it is super cool. Yeah. <clears throat> um, 
Are there any other movies and projects that are coming up you can promote that you can talk about to the audience that I can help promote? Well, not that I'm in, but um, if I could get a plug-in about anything, um, of course. what I would get the plug-in about is something that I'm very passionate about, which is reviving our film industry in Saskatchewan. So slightly political here, but uh, a number of years ago, our government actually canceled a program, the film tax credit program, which was incentivizing um, outside of the province um, movie producers to come in and produce in the province. Every other province in our country has a film tax credit and overnight decimated our film industry. So the plug is, wherever you are, please make sure that you advocate for your arts industries, particularly film. It is a billion dollar industry other places but not in this province um despite that though there are some um some producers that are still making it happen here there's a lot of indie producers actually a friend of mine um made a movie that's running the festival circuit right now called welcome to kitty town um that might actually be more up your alley because they're a horror movie buff so check that one out I will. Um, and um, and then in this uh, province recently, uh, a TV series was, was filmed called Our Big Indian Family. So that's a comedy. Um, and then um, they're going into pre-production for a series called King of, King of Killers right away in Saskatchewan. So those would be my plugs. Anything Sass made. Awesome. I am. I am a huge supporter of independent film filmmakers uh, and independent yeah. films yeah and it because it, they're so underappreciated because there's mm -hmm. a lot of people who, who who are brainwashed by watching just mainstream movies yeah i'm like there's other movies out there you could watch yeah besides you know you got you got like stake land two stake the first one i'm like i love independent horror i that i've become more of a big supporter of it whatsoever so Good, I'm, I'm, in, I'm interviewing more actors and actresses from independent horror movies now. So that's awesome to help get their names out there and help them get picked up by directors and producers. So I'm hoping this helps for you too. So. Thank you. Appreciate that. <clears throat> well, that's all I got. Thank you so much for joining me. I really do appreciate it. That's my pleasure. Um, ladies and gentlemen, the beautiful, the talented, the most awesome Christina Hughes. Yay. Thank Yay. you so much. <laughs> and Thank you for joining me, and I wish you the best in your career, and Thank I you. hope to see you in a lot more movies and television shows. Oh, me too. All righty. Take care, and uh, yeah, I guess I'll see you around. All right. Thanks. <laughs>